Thank you for listening to this podcast hosted by the Cambridge MBA for the New Game blog. In the conclusion of a three-part series with Clem Sunter, Clem talks about some of the positive role models and stories from South Africa that deserve greater global attention. Um, I mean, on that point, uh, you know, we sit here in, in Cambridge, I guess, in the UK, um, and it's a bit depressing, I guess, unless you listen to the news when you see the, what's coming out of South Africa. Yeah. Um, and then when I'm there, though, it never seems that bad. Um, I guess my question is then, you know, what what is the real good news about South Africa, and what can we do to change the image that is perceived, at least places abroad like the UK? Well, we are the number one ranked test team in the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I've been cricket. watching it. Yeah. In cricket, you know, uh, England isn't. <laughs> um, and, you know, there are, as I said, lots of pockets of excellence in this country, yeah. um, which are still pockets of excellence, um, which obviously have have not actually, you know, received a lot of prominence overseas. You know, you go to Johannesburg, there are lots of fantastic uh, places to go to restaurants and everything else. Cape Town is hugely popular. Our tourism figures have gone through the roof yeah. because China has actually discovered South Africa. And I was at Sun City the other day, and almost half the people there were, were Chinese. And in Cape Town, um, there are some hotels which are now totally dedicated to Chinese tourists. I mean, I took a plane from Johannesburg to Cape Town the other day, a 747, and I was the only non-Chinese passenger on the entire right. aircraft. So it was a huge party on their way from Beijing to see the penguins. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's a lot of incredibly positive things that are happening in South Africa, but of course they're not newsworthy, uh, like Oscar, the story is, you know, and I mean that Time Time magazine article, which which has been written on him, yeah. basically mm. goes from a single individual uh, to, you know, the kind of assumption that South Africa you know, is, is, is an incredibly violent place. Now that to me is is an unwarranted inference because yes we do have our level of crime and and, and everybody knows about that but um, you know there does seem to be a desire in the media um, you know with the, that other that terrible incident of that guy being dragged behind a police vehicle yeah. you know it's just shown again and again and again as if that is the only thing that happens in South Africa well, you know, I mean, I live here, and it's not. I mean, there's, there's lots of incredible experiences you can have um, in your daily life of work here. Um, getting around South Africa, easy to do. The planes planes um, uh, usually take off and land on time. And, uh, you know, the car rental companies work. I mean, it, I would say that, you know, doing business right now in South Africa is as easy as doing business anywhere in the world, in the UK or America, it's got that kind of first world quality about it, but unfortunately mm. that's just lost in the media frenzy around um, a few events. Well, Clem, thanks very much for that, because uh, that's really what we hope to do with this new game project, which is to profile the positives that's happening in places like South Africa, Indonesia, the emerging markets, emerging countries who want to play not just in the Premier League, as you say, but also in the World Cup. Yeah. And uh, and I, I, I really hope that uh, through our project, through discussions with people like yourselves, people get to have a much better or a much better idea about what hap- what's happening yeah. in South Africa and the exciting things that, that could come out from South Africa. Well, let me give you one story. I'd love to finish right, one sure. story just to, <laughs> just to leave you on a high. 
Okay. Um, I was chairman of the Anglo-American Scholarship Panel for 25 years, and we interviewed the brightest students for one open scholarship to university. Um, and in 2008, we as a panel interviewed what we considered the brightest student we've ever had in front of our panel. This guy was just 17 years old. He got eight, eight straight A's in matric when he was 16. He, he was at St. John's College, a uh, private school in Johannesburg, to which he got a scholarship uh, when he was 15. His name is Siubalela Zuza, and he comes from a place called Umtata in the Eastern Cape. And the first question we put to him is, what degree have you chosen and why? He said, I've chosen chemical engineering at the University of Cape Town. And the reason is I developed this passion for chemicals um, when I was 12, and then I focused on um, coming up with a rocket fuel that was more energy intensive than the stuff NASA uses to propel its rockets into outer space. It took me two years. I cracked the formula. I, I entered a junior science Olympiad in South Africa. Um, we, uh, we actually built a rocket. We put in my fuel. We beat the South African amateur altitude record, and we won the award for the best project um, of the year. I then went to Sweden to meet the king and queen and, and attend the Nobel Prize giving ceremony. And then he said, I had this opportunity to enter the largest junior science competition in the world, which is held annually in America under the auspices of Intel. Not only did I win two awards in that competition, the organizers sent my fuel to the Lincoln Laboratory, which is affiliated to NASA, who promptly named a minor planet after me. <laughs> <laughs> now, the interesting thing is we rang up NASA and asked them, you know, obviously to confirm the story. And they said, not only uh, can we confirm that we gave this young gentleman the award, we think he's the first student anywhere in the world uh, to get this award. Uh, and, um, and now comes the crunch. Three months after we awarded him the scholarship, um, he uh, comes up to me at uh, Oliver Tambo Airport in Johannesburg and says, um, you remember me, uh, Mr. Santa? I said, see, I'm never going to forget you. How's UCT? And he said, you haven't heard. So I said, no. He said, Harvard University have awarded me an open scholarship with all expenses paid. So I'm going there in the fall. He's had a staggering academic career over the last four years at Harvard. At the second last launch of the Endeavour Space Shuttle, he was the official guest of NASA and shown around the entire facility with two other guests, Barack and Michelle Obama. And when Michelle Obama came out here for five days, um, about 18 months ago, she personally asked Sia to accompany her, and he gave the speech in her honor at the U.S. Embassy in Pretoria. So in America, he is a superstar. And the other guy who's a superstar was also a South African, a guy called Elon Musk, mm -hmm. who was mm -hmm. at Pretoria Boys High, and uh, is now responsible for two successful commercial space flights. So it really does show that South Africans, either black or white, can actually you know, be uh, absolutely incredible examples uh, for the rest of the world to follow. Thank you very much, Clem, for ending, <laughs> ending this on such a great note. So hopefully we'll be able to get those two uh, on our podcast at some point. Thank you very much, Clem. Not at all. What a pleasure. Cheers, yeah. cheers. Thanks, Clem. All right. All right.